Hello, everyone, and welcome to the unofficial One Piece podcast, episode 88 for Thursday, April 1st, 2010. My name is Zach. And my name is Ed. So, great episode today. Uh, if you got struck by the last episode, good for you, but there's a real episode here, and it has a real <laughs> manga recap and everything, and it's about One Piece. Yeah, we're, we're sorry. <laughs> we, we didn't mean to subject you to that, uh... <laughs> we, we should be ashamed and we did mean to subject them to that I believe. yeah well yeah you think i would be getting too old for this but yeah they deserve whatever <laughs> on this podcast we have well we're gonna be doing something special later we'll talk about that after but we have doctor from the s backwards anime podcast hello what's up we have funkatron our gracious administrator <laughs> and we have steve hey he doesn't he doesn't even need a title. Hey, Steve. I've never had a title. <laughs> <laughs> you do. We just don't say it. Um, okay, so this episode, lots of very different, very cool stuff. No April Fools in this specific episode, so you'll be happy about that. We already did it. It's out of the way. Done with it. Um, so in this episode, we got some. Oh, new- so, yes. so at that, I mean, as, far, as far as they know. <laughs> on this episode we got some news we got a manga recap for chapter 580 the war is over and an anime recap then we have Yaruj here for a special preview of the Arlong Park character tournament we're going to be doing that probably once a week or so uh, going into the matches on that that'll be fun uh, we got Peace Together and then we're going to round off it's a lot more than it sounds <laughs> um, any, any, any other big announcements? Am I missing? Besides the fact that we're going to Toricon um, <laughs> on April 24th. Um, we're going to be doing a live episode on April 22nd. Uh, stay tuned for more information on that. Also, we didn't do an episode on Sunday. I apologize. We had a special guest lined up, but he moved it back. He is the only well, hint I'm giving. Zach, I think this was really It was mostly fault. my fault. <laughs> Don't try and blame this on the cast. Actually, it was mostly Judaism's fault. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to Toracon. We're going to do the live episode. For those who were here on Saturday, though, we did a live Skype chat, and it was actually successful. We had... It was crazy. Know, first 25 to 30 people who came on into the chat got to talk with us, and we talked about nothing, and we kind of did a live podcast, but it wasn't really a podcast. We just talked about nothing for most of the time. But it was fun. Is a lot of fun, and we're probably going to be doing it again in the future, and we'll, we'll give you some fair warning. But the fair warning for that is, it's only going to be a couple minutes. It's only going to, I'm sorry, we're going to have a maximum amount of people. So, first come, first serve on that. Um, when it comes. So with that, are you guys ready to get into the podcast? Yes. Let's do it. Dateline! Marineford! War! The Whitebeard pirates and their allies clash with our brave men in white and blue. While the pirates may have allies from the legendary prison impaled down, our brave heroes have the power of the seven warlords, all three of our steadfast admirals, and an army of our savior's technological marvels, the likes of which the world has never seen. Every Friday, we cover the events of the war straight from the Shabondi Archipelago. Follow us as we report at OnePiecePodcast.com or subscribe on iTunes. This is Your World. Okay, everyone, this is the manga recap segment. Before we start, we actually have some decently big news that was discovered by Greg. 
Greg, of course, is the runner of a website called thegrandline.com slash onepiecepodcast.html. Or the grandline. Which, uh, which shows their news updates on thepowerinsummit.com. Yeah, it's also true. And Greg, if you don't know, is a contributor on our show, and he's awesome mm-hmm. and such. But he gave a little bit of piece, a little piece of news, no pun intended. Ed, would you like to read it off of our long park? I will do that. It's in the Color Walk 4 thread, and he says... I was prepared to sign off the Color Walk 5, I guess he means Color Walk 4, interview as one of the most boring and meandering interviews Oda has led in the Color Walk series, just in general, which is why I got bored halfway through and skimmed Oda's questions, avoiding discussion. Last time I'll do that, shame face. There's a teacher at school who I discuss One Piece with. He's a maniac little fan like myself. Sometimes 30 minutes go by in the teacher's room and we'll still be talking about the most recent chapter. Anyway, he just got Color Walk 4. The shitty stores around us barely stock it. And he texts me at 11 at night, Did you read the Color Walk interview? Of course I did. Right? Apparently not. Upon closer inspection, Yanase throws a question back at Oda after discussing, No matter how much time passes, the characters don't age or change. Oda says he admires an author that can do that because he isn't sure how to do it himself. He elaborates. He mentions that a certain series, probably Dragon Ball, that was influential on him, used a certain technique to help its characters change over a short period of time, and that he's been eager to do something similar for a long time, and that's almost ready to follow suit. Time skip! Bah! What a tweet is! <laughs> I, I, I actually read that, uh... Actually, not necessarily. I, I read it more as a Japanese accent, kind of like... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Time skipper. Time skipper. Ah, okay. Yes. Ed, get it right next time. No, no, no. It could be read as many ways. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm ashamed, please. <laughs> I noticed you said that there. Um, I, what do you guys I, think I, I out of this? I don't, know how, I don't know how else to interpret that. That emoticon. Shame face. Shame, shame face, face works. Yeah, yeah, it works. Um, so what do you what do you guys think of this time, Skipper? Uh, well, we, we, a lot of us were expecting. Well, yes, we, we've been predicting, but I mean, what do you guys think of what he said in Color Walk 4 and how it relates to what's going on now, or if it's going to come much later on? I mean, no, I, I like the uh, the instance of Oda having doubt in himself and not knowing how to do things sometimes. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of comforting, actually. Yeah. Oda, human? It's impossible. I know. It is. So do you guys want to get into the actual chapter here? Sure. Okay, let's crack our knuckles. And we're starting. Oh, no, no. No, no, no new cover story this time. No, because we have to watch Tashigi, Helmeppo, and Kobe do something. Well, I like this idea. No, it, it's 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 funny. I especially like Helmeppo's crazy rampage trying to kill. I'm gonna say all the leaves. In no, the I think end. he's after the raccoons. Really? That's not very nice. Yeah, I just noticed that now because I think the raccoons are like stealing their food. Oh, is that a? That's not takoyaki. What is that? Those are those little um. I don't know. It's something edible in uh, Japanese. Maybe just... You mean bento? Their bento are being stolen? Is that what that is? No, at the top. The one... Oh, at the top. The raccoon eating the thing at the top. So, Tanuki's stealing takonaki. That's right, takoyaki. 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 Which is a delicious food, and I suggest all our listeners eat it at one point in their lives. It's worth it. Go to New York City. They sell it there. If yeah, yeah go to New York to have some nice Japanese cuisine. Yes. And Kobe, Kobe has a random scar on his foot. Oh, I didn't notice that. Mm. That's a nice touch. Yeah. Um, and Kobe, of course, looks like he's about to cry, reading his book. And Tashigi is explaining how she's about to cut him in the face. No, <laughs> he's, he's explaining how a sword works. <laughs> this is and how a sword works. And Kobe's all like, 
This is how I got my scar. Don't do it again. This, this is the sharp <laughs> part. I think Oda just... Probably, I think Oda doesn't know what to do with cover story on right now. So I think now branching out and doing like characters that could be con that are considered allies and stuff. Okay, let's get into the chapter. The chapter Wait, title. Oh, I, I yes. gotta mention this one thing. Uh, Shigi's breasts are, breasts are growing. Really? Everything's yeah. growing. Yeah. She, well, we hadn't seen her in a long time, but then she showed up at the end of the Indies lobby arc and she got like hot. Tashigi <laughs> was always pretty good looking. I think. I don't. I don't like how they how he's changed her. She looks like every other any other girl in One Piece. Yeah, okay. she's definitely. That, she looks a little. That's more. Oda's problem, not being able to draw women differently. Yeah. All right. I, mean, I, I liked her early on. I mean, if they could have her body now with her face from before, then I'd be happy. <laughs> okay. This is, not, this is not the boob cast. <laughs> we did that already. <laughs> Um, this is chapter 580, end of the war. The end of the war. So, Zach, what do you think happens in this chapter? I think that the war begins again. Again. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Um, no, no, no. No soda for you. Um, yeah. so, Garp, I like how you just accept that. So, we cut to Garp and Sengoku in another panel here. Garp exclaims how Red Hair is the one who pulled Luffy onto the path of becoming a pirate. He looks angry and bloody and, and cut up. And, and Sengoku... And is bemused. Sengoku, we got a lot of piece together this week about this. I think this is a confirmation of that it's a different color here because of the way I think it's shaded here. And I, you know, I, I agree with everyone. I think we, I think he is, I guess, a bronze statue. It's that Buddha statue. Um, I don't think there's any more of this. I don't know. I think we could be pretty sure about that. And we get a little bit of a zoom out exclaiming it's the red-haired pirates and... This is what we asked at the end of the last chapter. There was a skirmish with the four emperors, you know, with Kaido just yesterday, which I don't believe that that was a day, but okay. And he's already here. Why is Shanks here? And that, that one Marine has a giant scar. And then we cut to the next page. Middle panel there, it looks like Shanks is bald. Might just be me. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, his hair is flat. Yeah, I, th I think it's just the shiny, you know. I know it's, I know he's not actually bald. It just looks like he is. Um, and we see a full view of the, uh, what was it called again? The red hair ship. The, the, the red force. Right. The, right. It's very, it's very Viking, which is actually, which actually makes sense since, um, Oda was mentioning in some interview about how he was inspired by the, uh, the Viking series and he sees himself. Vicky the most, Viking. Right. And he sees himself most in Shanks. So it makes sense that he would give the character that he sees the most of himself in a Viking ship. I have some comparisons with Oda with Shanks later on coming here, too. So Buggy looks at the hat and throws it. I mean, Shanks looks at the hat and throws it to Buggy. I'm getting ahead of myself here. Um, Buggy catches it and he exclaims, give it to Luffy. I also have a tre treasure map waiting to I uh, have to give you. And Buggy's all like, ooh, treasure map. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to be killed. I, I can't remember the fat guy's name. Lucky, Lucky Roo. Roo. Lucky Roo. God, Jinx. I feel like an idiot. Well, now it's with Steve, so I don't. I still don't know you, Soda. As far yeah. as I'm concerned, um, and he exclaims, "You know, this is the first time you you would have seen Luffy in ten years. Don't you want to see him?" He's like, "I love to." And we get a little bit of a flashback to the first chapter of One Piece, um, right? Romance Dawn was like fifty pages, right? Um, and and then we get back to. Uh, Trafalgar Law on the front of the ship, so it hasn't gone underwater yet. Uh, the submarine, I'm sorry. And he and he says something's flying toward me, and he catches it. He looks a little bit uh, disgruntled. I don't know what to call. And Shanks says, "But if I see him now, it would be breaking that promise, right?" 
And we get a, I believe that's a new look. It looks like from Shanks' point of view, putting the hat on Luffy. I don't know if we saw that. That's, that's, the, really, that's really nicely done with the flashback thing. Yeah, I, I like where they placed it and everything. And I like I like seeing that kind of stuff, even in the manga. And then we look, take a look at uh, Shanks, who looks all badass and, you know, pretty pretty cool there. And we also um, have Luffy and Jinbei on the operating table and with Beppo in the background and Trafalgar Law trying to, I'm sorry, giving him the hat. We're taking the hat. Or giving the guy the hat. He's setting it down somewhere. I think he's giving it to the guy. The some, guy some, some guy with a... They're operating on phone. the hat. <laughs> hat is first priority. Yes, it's true. The hat is that. The hat has no pulse. Wait a oh, second. No. It's a hat. It's really tough because the speech bubble is kind of covering the guy's head. It's a red he, shirt. It's a red Mr. shirt. He's Mr. Speech Bubble. Or in this, in this case, I think they're orange shirts. Um... And Luffy is still passed out there, and we turn to the next page, and we have Akainu and Aokiji, and Akainu says, Red hair, you son of a bitch, I want to get Dragon Sun, that's all I care and, about. And, and, and what happened to the wounds on Akainu's face? Again. He forgot it? I, Oda forgets that shit. And, uh, and uh, Aokiji it, had a wound, too. It'll be fixed in the, uh, in in the, the anime? In yeah. the volume, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully in the volume, if he... You know, that's something he might not have been pointed out. But, you know, Japanese fans, I know, are very observant of these kind of things, too. So I might say, you know, retentive. Well, we are, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like right now. Yeah, but, we don't, but we don't speak his language. Right, so we can't be as anal retentive. We try, right. but we can't. Really? You guys are much better than us. Uh, we got, and then uh, Aokiji does Ice Age. It's been a while. I mean, it's been a while since we first saw this. And uh, Lucky Roo is eating his beef and saying how they're aiming for the submarine and the sea is freezing. This is going to look... I can't see how this won't look pretty cool in the anime, though. Um, oh. And then... and then Well, just the submarine running away. And then Kizaru pulls out an Akainu technique. And rains light. Or I guess a better way to put it is... Um, lasers. Lasers from the sky. I'm a fire in my laser. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Funk, for the uh, thank you, Funk, for the sound effects, and thank you, Ed, for the thing I'm not going to say. I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even do the voice. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, here they remember Akainu's wounds here, so I'll, I think he'll figure that out. Um, and the Whitebeard crew says, "No, Ace's younger brother, Jinbei, No, also, <laughs> no." And Kizaru says something that's very important here. If they're still alive after that, then we'll just have to call them lucky and give things up for now. And uh, they and uh, this is Hancock proclaiming, right? To chase the submarine. Um, and she proclaims how they're definitely alive. And she does her infamous way of looking so far down at people that she's looking up and says, Listen up, report all the warlords to chase them down at all costs. And I like the little, uh, the little dialogue. Well, you kind of read that wrong. It's report to the army that the warlords are going to go chase them down, which is a lie. Which is right. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I read that wrong the first time. I think so. You just mm -hmm. corrected me. Um, and they go and they they agree because she is crazy but beautiful. And then we cut back to Shanks, who Bucky is very upset because he lied about the treasure map. I like Shanks's look right here, looking like yeah, okay, shut up. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got, got you, April Fools. I, I got your big red nose. Yes. <laughs> Funny angels. 
I didn't see this panel the first time I read it for some reason. But, <laughs> it's awesome. Captain Buggy, we will follow you for life. The, these guys have just gone from crazy to crazier. Um, bad angels. Those bad. are, well, prisoners, you know, have very low expectations of what angels look like, I guess. <laughs> and then yeah. I like how Buggy almost gets cut off in thought here. You know, he's like, hold on a second. If I think about these guys, I'll be able to get off this island safety. And then, then we never see him again. The rest of the chapter. I kind of like that cut off there. Um, and Marco and Shanks have a little conversation, and Shanks explains. Actually, oh, and that's a great buggy face on page nine there. I know, it is a really, really great face. I, <laughs> I do love that face. He's been getting really good faces the last couple chapters. Yeah. I'm sure that mm. will be used for an avatar by someone. And if not, very disappointed. Hina disappointed. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking, of an, I've been rereading too much. Callback. Callback, yes, that's what it is. Um... And Marco and Shanks, as I said, are having a conversation. And Shanks... Mihawk is all like, fuck this, I'm out of here. <laughs> and Shanks yeah. says, you know, just just withdraw. Don't encourage this. And as Ed said, Mihawk said, fuck this. I'm getting out of here. I, was, I don't get paid for this shit. Um, I, only, I only signed on for Wipeyard. Yeah. And Wipeyard's good, so fuck you. <laughs> and he's dead, so I'm done, right? That was my job. I know Akainu technically killed him, but I inflicted. Look at all this shit I did. I cut an iceberg in half. Um, and they said... And then they say, you know, it's pointless for this to continue. That's Mihawk talking there, right? Um, and then, beautiful page here. Um, we get the entire Shanks' crew and said, you know, if you want to keep fighting... Oh, that was Shanks talking in the previous page. It's like, yeah. if you want to keep fighting, you know, bring it on. We'll take care of you guys. All and of you. Look at Yasup. Yasup looks so badass right uh, there. He's got, like, muscular arms. He's not, not as skinny as they drew him when they put him in the anime the first time. We got time. some good piece together he got this. dreads, too. Yeah. Can, I, can, I, I, can I ask something right here? Where the hell is Rockstar? He's not that important, really. Oh, you're He's ruining the piece together questions. I just realized that, like, Oda has only, like, drawn him once, and that oh. was during Oh, we were... <laughs> it's funny, because we were actually talking about this earlier. You were on. You must have missed it. And every yeah. everyone is bringing this. Everyone has noticed it. I yeah, like, cause... independently of one another, everyone has noticed it. I, I It might be a, an out of respect for Gory. I'm more concerned oh, about the guy with the monkey. Yeah. Because no, it's because Rockstar hasn't been seen since he was. In- he might have been br- bringing him back, but you know, out of respect for Gory, he might have just not drawn him in. Because sometimes people do that if well, a then, character. Well, like, does. why not ever draw Jimbei again? It's the thing is, Jimbei is already an established character. He can, you know, retire I, Rockstar. I don't think so. I don't think. He, I don't think. Well, Gory I know the Simpsons did that with uh, Troy McClure and uh, all of uh, Phil well, Hartman's characters. I know that's different. Simpsons is a strictly like. It's, yeah. it's known as an animated series, while One Piece is a manga first, and then it's made into an anime. No, I understand. Um, I'm, just, I, I, I'm, I'm speculating. I'm speculating. Um, yes, Doctor brought up a very good point. There's a monkey. <laughs> Someone <laughs> also... It's a monkey with a top Point knot. taken. With a what? With a top yeah. knot. He's got a hair thing. Yeah, yeah, he's got a pony... Not a ponytail. Is that a pony? Yeah, I guess that's It's a top knot. Top knot, that's what you call it. Yeah. I like how yeah. he has his hand in his mouth and that guy still looks happy. Um, someone also... Looks, on, yeah, that guy looks like he's had a lobotomy and the monkey is controlling him. I, I freaking love that <laughs> character design. Is that okay? That whole... That is a beautiful... I love it. I love, these these guys all look awesome. The guy in the back looks kind of generic, mm, but... The he's one. like... Because that guy's all like... And the monkey's like... Ah! <laughs> and Yasup, as we said, looks badass. Someone did a very cool thing. There was a for Color Walk One, I believe. Ed could take it out. I know he has it if he wants yeah, to. Like, 
right now. Um, I believe there's a spread with Shanks, and you could kind of point out each of the people who are in this, and I think almost all of them are in it, a very decent amount. Um, but they're all younger looking, and they look a lot different. Um, but you could speculate. And then we go here, and Shanks looks at Blackbeard, and he's like, well, teacher, you going to bring it on? You going to bring this shit on? And he's like, no, I'll take a rain check on that. <laughs> Besides, you know, it's still way too early for us to fight. And he laughs as Blackbeard laughs. And Sengoku unmorphs from his Buddha form, we could assume, since he's not silhouetted here. Um, and kind of just lets them go for some reason. We'll talk about that more in the piece together. A lot of people had that question. Um, I want to save that kind of stuff since I purposely picked out people for piece together this time. So, um, what were you, what does Shanks mean here exactly? Right here, I'm gonna have, um, I'm gonna have you all save face for me. I just think it's really funny because the the shot. Like yeah, that's. That's I was beard. thinking that too, but it, I I wasn't completely a hundred percent on what he meant there. Ed, I I I was I was having the same problem. I'm not sure what it means. Is that a translation glitch? I'm going to have you all save face for me, but I'm the one taking the bodies here. I'm not sure how this works. Yeah, I'm not sure either. But we get a look at um, the two dead guys. Um, the Whitebeard crew, as it remains. The Vice Admirals, as they remain, if you recall. A lot of people have been saying the Marines have been getting unscathed. But uh, John Giant got his ass kicked. One of the other, like, the Vice Admiral Giants. Vice Admirals are big. I mean, yeah, they, they're expendable on this. But that means they're, they're not really expendable. Um, and then we get a look at Smoker, Toshigi, Hina, and someone else there, and the Walrus guy, and some other guy from, uh, Whitebeard. Why don't uh, we just call him the Carpenter? Let's call him the Carpenter, then. And then we go to the Shabadi Archipelago, where people look like they're still running away, um, because there's a tsunami coming. And then we see the, we see the Giants not looking all that good. Um, we see Doth Flamingo looking pretty happy. Uh, Kobe looking pretty foaming at the mouth. Little Ors mm. Jr., how could we forget about him? And then it's Lal, it's Lal Moria. Yes, Steve. Moria being extremely happy. I don't know <laughs> why. I don't know why he's that happy. He hasn't done shit. <laughs> he has a giant. No, he, he killed Ors. He killed Ors. Well, he didn't kill. He's like, he speared Ors Junior. I think yeah. he was. I think he was basically sitting back with like a bag of popcorn and just watching this. Thing. I hope. I hope we see that in the anime. He's he like not even paying attention to what's going on. He's been like watching like his favorite episodes of like Seinfeld on Hulu or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this is hilarious. Wait, what's going on? <laughs> Thank you. That's all I wanted. Um, yeah. And Kuma and the pacif the Kuma the pacifistus. And then I'm guessing the other frame is the PX zero. Yeah. Um, not like they look different. <laughs> it's not like they are very different anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one has the paw paw fruit power. I think that's the difference there. Then we got. Kinda, I, I hope Oda. Well, I, I don't have any doubts, but I I hope we get back to Kuma because that was dropped on us and then just moved on. We'll, we'll talk about that at the end. We'll talk about that at the end. Yeah. Uh, we got Crocodile looking all serious and Aokiji and Kizaru <laughs> looking like Kizaru. Um, and Justice. I mean, okay, you know. Looking he's like, like an all pissed. He's like, he is always fucking pissed. <laughs> Justice is not served. <laughs> he looks like he's about to cry. No, yeah, he looks that does, like that he's, does look like a crying face. Maybe it's a crying face. Yeah, he's, he's holding his bottom lip. He's like, he's, he's about to cry because he can't kill. He's about to cry because he can't kill anymore. Justice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, 
Shanks the looks on saying, you know, Whitebeard Ace, leave the morning to the t- to the uh, of these two to us. The footage of this war has been podcasted to the world. I will not allow any more conduct that exposes their death to happen. And uh that's Onigumo. I'm loading my no. picture very slowly here. Oh that's no, Sto- Doberman. That's Doberman. That's yes. Dober- uh, no, I put these when I did that character uh thing for McFarlane. I was I was starting to learn their names, and I guess I don't have them down flat yet. Um, mm-hmm. But Doberman is arguing with Sengoku about how you know we can't end, you know we have to expose their heads, so to speak. Um, and Sengoku says, "Okay, I'll take responsibility. Tend to the wounded." And uh, Shanks apologizes for something. For what? I'm not. Yeah, I'm very unclear. Well, it doesn't make sense unclear. to me. I don't, I don't know here. that top of the page. I'm not exactly clear on what's going on. And the other page for the you know for the first time we're the ones who are definitely in, not in the know here. So you guys are free to email us explanations. Although I'm sure what'll end up right. happening is we figure it out right before the Sunday episode, and you know we get all those emails. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you're free. I think, I, think, I, think, I, think, I think it's just the whole respectful enemies thing. You know, they're yeah. I kind of understand, but I feel like yeah. it's not worded right. It sounds odd. Anyway, the war it's finished, and thus Ed. Yeah, it's your turn. Hold on, I have to take my cough drop out and hope I don't uh, blow my way through this. All right. And thus, the greatest war since the beginning of the Great Age of Pirates, the war on the summit of Marineford, closed its curtains here and was carved deeply into history. The wounds are deep. That's yeah. chapter 580. That's the end of the series. We're done. Yeah. Uh, before before we go through the discussion, uh, Oda is taking a week off. If you haven't realized, um, no. And as Parkatron said, no. So what we are doing next week? Going to have something very special for you. At the end of Impel Down, we did something. We went over all of Impel Down, our thoughts, our opinions. We're going to be doing that next week for Marineford. So expect a lot of Marineford talk on Thursday. It's going to be fun. It's a lot more fun than it sounds. We're going to go through the whole arc. Um, I'm going to make everyone who comes on reread the, what is it, like 20, 30 chapters of this? Um, 30. So, guys, what did you think of Chapter 580? It was cut. It was um, it was good, but it wasn't. Um, it wasn't. It was awesome. I can't. I can't really <laughs> articulate sort, myself right sort, now. Sort of rushed. That's sort what of. I felt. Yeah, I felt yeah that. That, maybe, maybe that's what it was. I think. I think Oda it just. Missing, it was missing something, but it was still good. Oda just realized that he just had to finish his chapter in a hurry or something like that. A lot of this also. Um, I I hate to bring back Lost, but it, you know, you get with that series, sometimes you get the epic episode and the crappy episode. With a lot of series, you get this. So you get, like, really big chapters we've been getting every week. And then we get a chapter that, you know, it's good. Normally alone, it would be a really great chapter. But I think, we, you know, we had the Shanks reveal before this. We had the Trafalgar Law, the one before this, and so on and so forth. We haven't had a break, and this is this is a dim... dim, dim un, yeah. Denouement. Denouement. Um, and we haven't had that very much. Even though we have, it hasn't been, you know, a real uh, slowdown of the um, chapter. But I'm done talking. You guys talk. Um, well, I, I don't know. I think I, I just kind of feels weird for, like, um, Shanks to kind of just come in as like, hey, guys, stop. And everyone's like, all right. <laughs> I saw that on your Twitter and I laughed yeah. very hard. There. I was He's like, just that awesome. It's like, I, I, yeah, you know, all you know, fan 
side, I think that's kind of weak as far as, you know, a way to just end this. Uh, I, I, like, I agree with you. I know. And, it's... and the, the fact that, like, Blackbeard's like, okay, see you guys later. I'm like, you just declared war on the entire world. <laughs> Are you just going to get away with that? I, yeah. I agree with Doctor. That I When I read this, I was kind of like, that's it? I mean, I, I accept, like, this is, yeah, this is the right way to end this. Yes. But I'm like, there, god damn it, there could be more. I No, I agree. But I really want this to end now. Yeah, at the I, same I, time. I think, that, I think that's the reason why he ended it this way, that he, he's got, it's gone on for so long that he just felt that he had to end it, it somehow. I mean, there are, there are two things that are inconsistent, though, in, in ending it this way. Yes, I think it ended the right way. And yes, I think this chapter itself was good. Um, but there are two things that I don't think made a ton of sense. First, Sengoku just saying, okay, go. <laughs> there has to be a history, though. There has to be a reason he's doing it. So I, I'm, if there I'm giving, isn't his, I'm giving Oda the benefit of the doubt on this. I will also give him the benefit of the doubt because he has given us so much benefit recently that my <laughs> doubt would be unsubstantiated on this. Um, and the second big thing, as Doctor uh, suggested, was the Blackbeard thing. Why the hell is he going away? Maybe it has something to do with Shanks. I mean, as we said, Blackbeard is an old guy who's been around the world. He's been around. Um, so maybe there's some history there. Maybe Shanks just has that much influence. Um, I think that I think maybe Sengoku understands that going after the Blackbeard pirates with the Marine in their current state will lead to disaster. Yeah. No, that I, I understand why they're pulling back from... It's mutually assured destruction. Yeah. I understand why they're pulling back from Shanks. I don't completely understand why they're pulling back from Blackbeard. Because they're they're freaking decimated. Yeah. They, they can't and Blackbeard is a fucking Super Hulk now. So, <laughs> <laughs> any other thoughts, Steve Funk? Ed? Uh, uh, I like, said my piece. You said your piece. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, um, that was very funny. Uh, there's a lot more to go through in this chapter in the piece piece together segment. Okay, now let's go to the character tournament special. Here we go. In a world where vivid flashbacks can strike without warning. In a world where a submissive adolescent must pilot a giant humanoid robot to save humanity. In the same world where a two-legged quadruped can run leisurely at the speed of sound with the aid of jewelry. Only one podcast can discuss this with their sanity intact. And this is not that podcast. www.ssapodcast.com The Ass Backwards Anime Podcast. Oh wait, I was supposed to use that voice in the beginning. Uh, let's go again. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special segment here. We're going to be talking about the Arlong Park character tournament. We have Yaruj here, the the founder of it, I guess you could say. Hey. Um, so do you want to give us a little background as to what it is, you know, what you've been doing for the last couple years, many years? All right. Well, it started in 2004, which was just basically a one-versus-one matchups. Uh, it's all popularity-based. People come in and vote on a character. Whoever gets more votes moves on. Uh, Wind Race started it uh, 2004, 2005. Uh, yeah. Then he he didn't have time to do it anymore. Uh, and a couple 
seniors took over the tournament last year. Uh, now it's starting to take off again. It was a lot of fun last year. Ed and I were talking about before we were recording how you know we were doing it right before we started the podcast last year. Yeah. And then just like the, the gamesmanship of like going down to the wire with a uh, with with a tournament, like holding your votes to see, reloading the page every minute. <laughs> Will Enerup, who did Enerup beat uh, last uh, year? Even Cough. Even Cough, right. And it comes to the, it's, it's more exciting than you'd think sometimes, you know. Um, for a popularity-based character, giant character tournament. It's not about the, it's not about the, it's not, it's not as much about who wins or who loses, it's about all the fun stuff that gets made up in the course <laughs> of the Already there's been some insane shit. Yeah. Um, so do you want to tell, talk about some uh, what goes behind the process and some notable matches that we could look forward to in the coming weeks? Yeah. Um, well, this year we're doing something completely different with a preliminary round. Uh, last year we just took nominations, um, and it worked out fairly well for the most part. But when it started getting towards the end, uh, it, it seemed like people couldn't remember who was still out there, and they were reaching for names. So people like, Conus and Norland and Shuryu all got left in the dust while people like Momu were getting nominated. <laughs> that, that is true. I didn't realize that. <laughs> so this year we took we basically uh, took all 128 names that were in it last year and then all the people who are running it, we kind of took turns nominating people until we filled a full list of 320 names. Uh, so it's going to be 32 rounds of 10 people each. Uh, you can vote multiple votes, so you can vote on anywhere from 1 to 10 of the names. Uh, and then the top four are going to move on from every round. Um, so randomizing that- it was a little bit tricky uh, because we didn't want to have something where you have to, yeah, yeah. you have to like uh, weight the characters for importance, I guess, in the sh- to the show. Yeah, the way we did it is we took the 128 names last year and we split them into four groups based on how they did it last year. Ubik handled all that, um, and then we nominated based on importance for the next groups five through nine, you could say. Um, so now we have nine different groups, and the tenth group is basically just all people that have showed up in the last year that weren't around last year. So each preliminary match, then, is one random person out of every single group. That That way each preliminary match is fairly even with the others. It's not perfect. You have like one character who's almost in almost insured to get through. Right. Each round will have somebody like Hancock or Smoker or Enel that you know did great last year. Right on. <laughs> um. Then, so it's going to be around a month of preliminaries. Thirty-two. Thirty-two days. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's thirty-two matches, one per day. It'll the first match will start on April third. It'll be. Shortly after April 3rd starts, like, Eastern time, probably around 2 a.m., yeah, give or take an hour or two. And then we'll be left with 128 um, regular 
four uh, from each. Yeah. Doing yeah. your math there, Ed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, when so I, was, I was told there would be no math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when it's all said and done, there will be 128 names, and it will run the same as last year. Um, every round, we randomize the matches so that yeah, it just makes it more interesting that way. It does. Sometimes the matches you wouldn't expect to be exciting end up being exciting. Well, you know, the yeah. ones with Momo in it. <laughs> yeah, like... It, it, it really is. Like last year, we had uh, Richie versus Sengoku in the first round, oh, God, which yeah. is which is something <laughs> that you would not think you know would really be all that interesting. But it wound up coming down to, coming down to a single vote. I think those are also the ones that have the most potential for it because you never and people don't think about secondary characters as much and how much they like them, and so you never really know how much support there is for such a minor. Like, character. All of a sudden, all the Karu fans come out of the woodwork. <laughs> And all the VV yeah. fans are nowhere to be found. Um, so, who, what are some notable matches we have coming up? All right. Um, let's see. The first one that I'll go over is probably the fifth match. And that one's going to feature Hancock, Momonga, mm. uh, Rob Lucci, Miss Valentine, Vista, uh, Commodore Purin Purin, or maybe it's Commander, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nero, Isa, Miss Monday, and Motobaro. So basically, when you look at it, you got Hancock, Momongo, Luchi, Vista. God, Vista, I, I think I remember every single Ms. one of those Valentine. characters. And, yeah. you know, only four of them are going to make the tournament. And Montebaro <laughs> just, like, hit me at the end who that was. Or what, <laughs> or what animal that was. Um, no, that's, okay, so, yeah, sorry to interrupt. All right. Uh, the tenth match... Is going to be Bon Carre, uh, Polly, Alvita, Arlong, Hattori the Pigeon, <laughs> Vice Admiral Suru, St. Charlos, Big Pan, Fuza the Fire Breathing Bird, and uh, the uh, White Beard Commander that pulls a hammer out of his nipple. Oh, God, I love that guy. <laughs> Does he have a name? No, I don't think, does he? No, uh, actually this year for the people that were introduced that don't have names, we just made them up. Good. <laughs> that guy deserves a spot because he has a pocket in his chest where he pulls out a hammer. And I think if you do that, you deserve a spot in a character tournament or two. I'm surprised that didn't end up as the name of an episode. <laughs> I, I am too. Uh, Unless that's the more funny to do that week. Yeah, yeah we actually... We included every single Whitebeard commander and uh, every admiral. Good. You know, it, especially this year, I'm sure. Well, who knows what's going to be happening in the manga by the time this ends, you know. I, last year, I think that happened a lot. It's It just depended on what was going on at, this, at the time. And Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, any other big matches? All right. Uh, match 15. We have Smoker, Apu, Kami, <laughs> Silver's Rayleigh. Conus, Saldeth, Jerry, Toto, Genbu, and Avro Pizarro. Ooh, some good ones. Kami and Conus sound like the same character when you really think about it. Just yeah. one's an angel and one's a mermaid. So you figure Smoker, Apu, and yeah. Rayleigh are all going to move on. Probably. That leaves Kami, Conus. Avril Pizarro to battle over one spot. I know. I like Pizarro a lot just looking at him, but that might not be enough. 
and Apu, I you know Apu and uh Rayleigh and yeah, a smoker probably. You're right. You're probably they're probably gone. Uh, anyone else? Um, let's see. I'll, I'll have two matches that I'll go over here. Uh, nineteen or day nineteen will be Anil, Marco, Aokiji, Kokoro, Fukuro, Shuryu, Tyrannosaurus, the Mouse. <laughs> Oh, I love, I love all these. I love all characters. I do. Pierre, the macro pirate crew. Ah, uh, they can die. <laughs> and, uh, the vice admiral, uh, dog Dalmatian, Garp and person here. I think I know who you're talking about. Um, I just remembered who Pierre was halfway through that too. I just reread all the manga, so I'm remembering more than I should. But I agree. I love all those characters, especially Tyrannosaurus. So yeah, character. I mean, you can take out the macro pirate crew as pretty much not having a chance. <laughs> you have like Good nine point. characters who are all going to compete for four spots. That's mm. that's what a tournament is. Makes it difficult. Uh, what's next? Alright, uh, match 28, near the end. We have uh, Dr. Hilluluk mm. going Mary. Mm. Here's the big one. Kobe and Vivi. <laughs> who will cry louder? And then Chaka, Mr. Nine, Chimney, Mayor Boodle, Monda, and TT. It's a lot of very minor characters in that. So TT, for those who don't remember, is Vivi's mom. I did not remember. So this is going to be Kobe, Vivi, and Vivi's mom. I did not know they revealed that name. They did, actually. Which Um, chapter? The... I I actually think it was revealed a really long time ago. No, it wasn't. I, I was going to say, I know she was in Chapter Zero. I just didn't know if she, that name was in that. Yeah, I think her name was actually revealed back at the end of Arabasta. It's like, possible. I think I know when you're talking about, if they revealed it. Um, but I think it was revealed in one of like the logs, not the actual manga itself. We're helping her out here by this discussion, I think. Um, is, is, are there any others or was that it of the notable? Um, well there, yeah, there are a few, but those are the ones I was planning on going over right now. Um, okay. So, um, Yaruj, you want to come back? Um, I know Brennan was supposed to come also, but he's, he ducks out on everything. Um, but we could have one or both of you back, um, next week, I guess, when we really get into things, if you want. Yeah, it sounds fine. Um, I can come on whenever. Uh, yeah, Brennan, he has difficulty making it. Really <laughs> got a family and all that. Yeah, I don't know what, what's up with that. People with families. Alright, so uh, with that, let's get into our next section. Let's do it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Piece Together segment. We're going to do something a little bit different this time. We're going to do... Everyone is going to be able to read one of yours. We actually prepared one of your comments. We actually prepared ahead of time, so this will be interesting. We're going to do the forums first, then we're going to do Facebook, and then we're going to do some quick piece of the tweet if we have time. Otherwise, we'll do it on the next episode. There's a lot of comments this week. So, Ed, uh, what's on the forums? Well, we got a nice comment from Enraged, and uh, you know, we already brought up his uh, his concern about why Rockstar wasn't there. I don't think he's that important. Makes sense. Yeah. Did you guys have any opinions on it? He's in the background somewhere. 
<laughs> he's in the back there. You don't see him? He's there. He's, he's the rookie. He's the monkey. He's off fetching rum. <clears throat> I believe it. Yeah. And then Retro also had this comment. It says, yo, guys, enjoy the chapter. Rather abrupt ending, but I'm glad it ended when it did. It was starting to drag, and at least we get to go in a cliffhanger wondering if the Hearts and Luffy survived the Admiral's onslaught unscathed. Now that they're alive, but are they in trouble? So did you guys feel like Shanks returning the hat was done too quickly, and now that the war ended, what are your chances on if there will be a time skip after the week break? Oda did say this was Luffy's last adventure at his current age, as you've no doubt commented on, and he links to a YouTube video. So uh, what do you guys think? Mm, as far as the hat thing? Yeah, that was, um... the, most, that was the most important part of that. <laughs> yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, I... Yeah, I'm a little upset about it, but I think it was done the way he said. It's like, okay, that makes sense. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna see him until he comes back and he's all awesome and stuff. I think it was poetic. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, I I figured that was gonna happen. I mean, it, it would have been cool if, like, you know, he like left it on top of his lifeless body, but it doesn't matter as long as he gets a hat back. Indeed. Okay, so let's go on to Facebook. Um, Steve, you want to read uh, one from Kevin G? Yeah, sure. Kevin G. It's like the fifth one there. Yeah, no, no. Kevin G. Kevin G looks a lot like Ace. <laughs> <laughs> He's a dead man. Is that a coincidence? I think not. Uh-huh. Um, an epic ending to an epic arc. The guessing game now begins as to if there's a time skip and when the inevitable Straw Hat reunion occurs. Which I know we're all wondering. Uh, well, judging by what Greg reported, um, yeah, there's. I think there's got to be a time skip. And that. the Straw Hat reunion, I think it's going to be sooner rather than later. A lot of people bring that up. Um, okay, uh, Funk. Uh, or, yeah, that's too Funk. Uh, Adrian, right below. He's like, hmm, oh, oh come on. Dunno, I, I think he Dunno. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought it ended too easily. Maybe I was expecting a more clashing event to occur to to make both BB Pirates and Sengoku to just agree with Shanks. I did like, however, that Luffy does get his hat back. Not that sure about Bola <laughs> going after Luffy. Guess we'll we'll see her again eventually. I hope with the crew all back together, I would. Uh, I would like to see Sanji's reaction. How do you think uh, Law's ability can actually help Luffy? From what we know, I don't think cutting him to pieces is very helpful. Well, there has to be more to the ability than that. I mean, oh, he is a doctor, too. Yeah, exactly. I'm a doctor! <laughs> well, I, I, I want to comment on the um, on the whole Boa thing. I think she basically just said that to cover her own ass, as far as that concerned, because she was pretty much fighting the Marines, so she's like, um, yeah, let's go after the pirates. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> Sure. Um, okay, Doc, you could read one from our contest winner from the opening 12 contest, which I believe she has her stuff. I think Jason has already sent that. Um, so, Shandy M. Shandy M. It was a good chapter for an excellent arc, although I feel letting Blackbeard and his crew go was a big mistake. And it might be just me, but I get the feeling Blackbeard is going to beat Shanks later in the future. Hmm. I don't know about that. I mean, he already gave Shanks that scar, so I think Shanks has to beat him. I don't know. The thing is, Blackbeard seems to be the new era, and Shanks seems to be more of the old era. The older guard, maybe not Oh, there. it's, uh, hell with it. It's not like any one of us knows what actually is going to happen. That's right. true. Let's, like, I'll, I'll throw a curveball. Uh, Shank has his own fruit, uh, Blackbeard steals it, he dies, and then final, ba- final battle is, um, Blackbeard and Luffy, there. 
Okay, Ed, uh, one from uh, Joe L here, right below. Sure. Okay. I think the bi- – God, that's long. <laughs> All right. I, I didn't see that. I just to see more. Ha-ha. Uh, There's some good questions in that. All right, the all problem. Right. Yeah. I think the big question is about Shanks. Why did Fleet Admiral Sengoku suddenly decide to end the war? From the Marine standpoint, they are in great position. No major casualties on their side with all the admirals and Chichibukai ready to go. Do they fear engaging the red-haired pirates that much? Or is there just something about Shanks that we don't know yet? That's what I agree with. That's that's my own commentary there. Because it seems to me that, that Sengoku backed off way too easily, and it's very interesting. Is it possible that the red-haired pirates as a crew stronger than the white-beard pirates and that Whitebeard was truly was what truly made the Whitebeard pirates great? Finally, do the Marines fear the fallout of Whitebeard's death so much that they are willing to help Shanks conceal it as much as possible? There are a lot of holes left open because of his death, and I have a feeling that it will throw the world into chaos as a result. I I agree with a lot of things there. I think Whitebeard, especially seeing Marco and how inactive he is, I, I Whitebeard is the strong was the strongest person in the world, so I could believe that he... Yeah. I think it's like a, there's a, there's a mixture of like our most uh, intelligent comments and our silliest comments come from Facebook. <laughs> I know, it's true. If you, especially if you keep reading, um, any more any more comments on Joe's? I, they're all it's just very well put. I don't know how much we, we can actually he, he say. Yes, yes, good questions. We don't have any answers. It's true. Um, hopefully, we'll be getting some. There, it's a lot of that is like, is this speculatively this? Is this speculatively that? So we really can't, what are we going to say about that? Um, what about, who are we up to? Steve, you want to read uh, Patrick M's? Sure. That good right old, below, yeah. that Patrick M. Patrick James M. That, that Patrick James I don't want to read people's last names over the air. <laughs> Although they can go to our uh, thing and just look. Okay, yeah. thank you. On the Facebook there. Exactly. Okay. And the, the purpose defeated altogether. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Patrick James M. Yasop <laughs> is looking kind of Soge King like with that hooded cape. You guys think he knows that Usopp is Soge King and is so proud of him that he's kind of emulating him? Emulating. 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 Emulating, you know. Emulating. He also like, he likes, like the... he likes <laughs> Emus. Anemone. No, let's not, let's not blame Patrick here. Let's blame him. Or is or is it maybe something linking them together from their past? Oh my god! I was gonna finish that. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> god damn it! It's late, motherfucker. I know. I I kind of like that. No, I think uh, I, I think I it's. A, oh. I don't think Yasop has a fucking clue. <laughs> I, I think I, he I, he might know. I don't think. I think he just dresses that way though. Yeah, but I mean, I I like the link that they kind of look the same because of the cape. And, but Yasop, I and gotta they're say, fucking related. And they're related. Yasop, I think, looks much more badass even than Soke King. Yeah, well, he's got, yeah, I mean, Yasop's got guns, man. Look at that shit. Um, Funk, I keep having you weird, read the weird ones, but can you read uh, Diego and James's? They're both short. Okay. But I like it. <laughs> okay, D- Diego H writes, Chinks has a monkey on his crew. Coincidence? I think not. And James writes, the guy with the monkey... The guy with the monkey on his back. Any connection to the New World Captain Wild Knight Doma, perhaps? Who also had a monkey on his back. And who also had a giant thing down his face. I do not think that is coincidence. Um, let's see. Doc, we got uh, Megan, I wrote. Uh, read. Yeah, you can read both. They're short. Uh, all right. Um, I'm still laughing so hard that Mori is the only one that's still grinning like an idiot, even after all the suffering. I hope he doesn't take Horace's body. 
Also, I'd like to add that is anyone else curious as to how where Shanks will bury uh, Ace and Whitebeard? Uh, will it be in his hometown? Let's see, blah blah, blah etc. <laughs> I, I, I don't great. think I don't think we're gonna see that, but I'd like to know. Mm. I want to see a, a a statue made out of Whitebeard, like just put it on top of his body. Uh, just like put it around him. He's yes. inside, like a little like a little chocolate. Cement. Uh, Last question here, um, on this part at least, uh, from Rachel D. Uh, Steve? Okay, Rachel D. She writes, Rachel with a D. (laughs) Odd cover story, but cute. Had his back with Luffy, thanks to a little trickery from Shanks. Buggy has reached godhood with his followers. Sengoku actually has a heart, or at least some sympathy. A little anticlimactic, but I'm ready to move on and see what else Oda has in store for us. Makes sense. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, just some quick little things that are, uh, that were also posted on Facebook, but not specifically on that. Uh, where do you read your manga from? Places. 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 Just look it up on Google. Um, and we also have uh, Andrew who asks, are you guys going to do another Skype chat? What time? What time? We are going to do one in the future. I will let you guys know. So that's, that's going to be it for the piece together since that was a lot of stuff from Facebook. Uh, but on Thursday and on Thursday on Sunday, we're going to go over a piece of the tweet and some emails we've been getting in. Feel free to send those in. And we also would definitely love to have you guys have um, call in and we will play those on the air. Very simple. Um, we got some messages. We'll probably be playing them on Sunday. Um, so are you guys ready to uh, round this off then? Sure. Okay, here we go. Sure. This has been episode 88 of the unofficial One Piece podcast for Thursday, April 1st, 2010. And on this episode, we didn't end up doing an anime recap because it's already April 1st and we're all pretty tired. Mm-hmm. We're lazy. A big yeah. day tomorrow. We also did an episode, uh, anime recap, of 580. Did a little bit of news at the top of the uh, manga recap section there. And uh, we did some uh, character tournament stuff. And um, hopefully you all aren't still that angry at us uh, for what we did before, uh, to you about 12 hours ago. <laughs> Why would they be angry? It was awesome, probably. <laughs> awesome, probably. Oh, yeah, way to keep consistent. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, as Ed said, we did all that stuff. Uh, we have a lot of cool stuff coming up in the coming episode Sunday. We will be doing a double anime recap. We have I have proclaimed... Uh, for episodes 444 and 445, lots of Blackbeard are coming. Lots of Blackbeard. Um, and we will also, on Thursday, be doing a full recap of Marineford. You're not going to want to miss that. It is going to be awesome, I hope. Um, lots of cool stuff coming up the pike. Um, and then Torakon in a couple weeks. Uh, Jason's going to Japan on the 5th, and he'll be back the 15th, so not going to hear his beautiful dulcet t- tones for that period of time. Um, and I think that's it. So I want to uh, thank my guests for today. Um, Steve? Yeah, thanks. No problem. Uh, Funkatron? Skull joke! And Doctor? Hey, I want to embarrass Zach right now and say that as this recording right now, it's officially his birthday. He's a birthday, he's a birthday, he's a birthday, boy or girl. Mostly girl. Thank you, thank you guys. Thank you, especially <laughs> fucking Tron and Ed for that. Thank you, Doctor. Um, 
Yes, yes it is. Um, so, yes, I believe that's everything. Um, once again, we do apologize for earlier. I'm not going to say that again there. Okay, Ed, how could the good people contact us? Well, they can hear us at 918 the fans sometimes on the weekends, and uh, they can get us at thepiratesummit.com and our website at onepiecepodcast.com and forums.onepiecepodcast.com at our long park. They can get us on Skype and AIM at One Piece Podcast, no spaces, on YouTube and Twitter at slash One Piece Podcast, um, on iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review, and um, what did I forget? Our phone number? Uh, yes, I, I was half listening, to be honest. 347-497-MAJI. That's 347-497-6254. Call anytime. And if you don't mind, if I jump in right now, you can also visit my site, uh, the Ask Backwards Somebody Podcast at ssapodcast.com. That's good remembering there, Doctor. Good time. Yes. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a promo in there. Don't worry, Doc. People don't skip over this. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the One Piece podcast for the entire crew here. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. shit i'm kind of really happy that i don't read this series anymore like that was actually really my first time reading that fucking chapter really uh, what the fuck i i really don't understand why shit like this is so fucking popular at least give naruto some fucking credit there's some backgrounds in that fucking comic i mean shit i'm not gonna like i'm not just gonna fucking sandbag kubo i mean i fucking I have a pain in the ass time drawing backgrounds myself, but at least I try to make a conscious fucking effort to fucking do it. I mean, holy shit! I'm like, what kind of fucking idea is that? I it's got like he idea. it's like he invented this entire space so he wouldn't have to draw backgrounds for the whole arc. The, the whole... I, I would say invent because I think he just got his inspiration by like dropping a kid off at preschool and, and just seeing him playing with like shapes and blocks. Like, hmm, a, a giant cylinder up in fucking space that's that's a genius idea I mean, <laughs> for christ's sake at least fucking toriyama just decided on a fucking desert or a grassland to fucking fight on i mean this is just fucking nothing and if you're taking the plot of yu yu akusha put in some backgrounds that are cooler. i mean holy shit i think there's more fucking backgrounds in yu yu akusha or maybe he's just deciding to not include backgrounds because the guy who did yu yu akusha didn't do it Further, well, yes. I feel like this is just more and more becoming non-coincidental that Bleach is such a rip-off off of Yu Yu Hakusho. Why the hell is it so popular in the first place, you think? I don't know, man. There's fucking panels that just have words in them. People were fooled by the first 20 episodes. It's because they have swords, man. They're fighting. It had backgrounds at the beginning of the series, and they actually lived in the world where there were, you know, actual beings. It was and... a good series at the beginning. It was I'm, not bad. It was not I'm, bad. I'm not trying to insult anyone that follows this show. You can watch whatever the that no, yes you, you want. Yes, but you are. I'm gonna be a total dick and just say this is a piece of shit comic, and I am shocked that it, it's like it's so popular. I think I think really people just enjoy stuff for like the for the like just the basic plot. 
Not really for what it actually has. I yeah, mean, but maybe this works for like little kids who don't give a shit about a plot. As actually, fight, 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 fight. People, there's fucking people way older than the little dude. Kid. And besides, little kids can appreciate Harry Potter, and that's pretty well written. That's true. Well, and and the thing is, like, even series like SpongeBob SquarePants, uh, you know, have <laughs> have adult humor in the back. They have backgrounds. Yeah, they do that's have that. It's all blue. No, it might just be sand and and like. Blue. No, there are rocks and shit in the background. No, there's I, there's a background. Like you know the. F- I go to school with kids that draw better than Kubo and any of the people that he has as assistants, and they do everything on their own. Sure, we're not plugging out a fucking 18-page comic every fucking week, but I don't know. At least there's some environment in that, in them. I mean, what the fuck? Well, more importantly, environment. What about the storyline? Like, what when there's nothing going on? Nothing. It's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, there really was nothing going on. It was just... It was the same thing on every page. Well, let's be fair. What do I there's... do? What do I do? What do I do? Wow, some great character development right there. Let's be Make fair. It's... We picked a chapter that was probably the pinnacle of crap for this series. No, what about I... what about t- like recent chapters? Well, yeah, I, I took a glance at that right before and just that was a little better. And that's not saying a lot because still there was like. Too, like he was just really just overusing the same thing. Like, oh, you know what? I want this to, like this moment to be captured perfectly. So I'm just gonna show fucking faces again and again. Like, come on, get to the fucking point, dude. And then just there's all this. Like, there'll be a character pushed all the way to like the right, and they'll be saying something. It'll just be like two words, and then you have all this negative space. I mean, come on. I mean, I know people like probably like read all the chapters so they kind of get a sense of where this is taking place at the moment but for someone who just picked that up i don't even know where the fuck it is it's on top of a fucking building so everyone send your hate mail to steve i got uh, more to p.o say. box fire no, crash i it's like and i'm i'm not getting i'm not insulting anybody but if someone could provide an argument at least like if you're gonna send hate mail kind of at least kind of just prove what bleach does right and now they're just telling me to go fuck myself. <laughs> you can send that to our real email. Oh, no, I'm going to make a bleach podcast at gmail.com. You could send it to that. I really, like, don't want to just compare everything to One Piece, but I think One Piece has just spoiled me. I'm just used to just... Okay, well, let's think of a half-decent series. What's a kind of crappy series? Kind of crappy? Um, Fairy like, Tales I, I wasn't really much of a fan of the Yu Hakusho manga. The, the anime was better. Yeah, I, the I, anime I, was good. I like the Yuuku show anime, and it had the cool designs, and I kind of like the music too. I just think I, I think with that, like from I don't have the manga it's like on me right now. It's been like years since I've read it, but I don't think there was the. Experience.